Bella. What up, world? It's your girl, MCT Latrice. And we are Talking, Talking with T. <laughs> we are excited. Once again, we get so excited when we have guests here. And today we have rap artist I Am Paul J. Hey. Hey. Welcome, welcome. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for having we me. We are excited so happy for you to be here. Yes, yes. yes. How's your day been? Uh, my day's been cool. It's been kind of slow, you know what I'm saying? Because I've just been healing. So, um, for the most part, just been chilling, getting ready, doing like prep answers for y'all. Okay. And uh, <laughs> we're going to try to slip you off your game today. We're not going to be rehearsed here, okay? I get it. That's, That's it. That's what happened. Yeah, I'm okay. Um, I was in a car accident two weekends ago. Thankfully, I'm alive. I did yes. break one bone in my neck. I have to wear a neck brace for 30 days just to heal that one bone. But that one bone is not one of the bones in the neck or the spine that helps me stand up and be more. Come on, Lord. So, oh, don't he come okay, through? Okay, yeah, he'll come, come through. through. Yeah, come through, for sure. Yes. So it's like, I'm still I'm still here. I'm still me. I'm still able to, to walk around normally. I do kind of like be worrying about like how I'm going to get back on stage and jump around and rap. But it's just like, I know I'm healing right now. So just trusting God. Trusting God. Yes. And in time, you're going to be back like you never left. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. So What's your name, where you got your name from, and where you from? My name is I am Paul J. I got my name from my government name because my government name is Paul Jr. I was named after my dad. He's another excellent man from Columbus. And then it turned into I am Paul J because I was making music as Paul J, but there was an artist in India which is making music as Paul J as well. So it's just like running into that issue. Like if you look up Paul J, you might find me, you might find him. Okay. So it's just like if I put it in I am Paul J, if you look up me, you're going to find me. Coming up in hip hop, you definitely don't want people to look up to try to find you and then have them come back to you like, bro, I couldn't find you. you know yeah, that's so for it's sure. just like, had to just rebrand the name so you know they could find me. I love okay. that. I love that. Mm -hmm. And you are from Columbus, Ohio. Yes, I, yes. I was born in Columbus. <laughs> my my journey is a little bit different because I was born in Columbus, but then once I was thirteen, went through a transition with my parents or whatever, and um, I ended up one one parent moved to Texas, one parent moved to Michigan. I just chose to stay closer and go to Michigan. Oh, okay, yeah, so that's what that was. And how did you begin your rap career? We want to know all about that. So, so rap career, it, it kind of started organically because like I was always involved with music because um, I was in band, even in Columbus. And then once I moved out of state and started high school, like I started doing marching band. And um, like that just kind of brought on the love for music. But then I had another friend who was doing marching band as well. And he loved rapping. And then we started, you know, after practice, just spending time. Okay. I'll say it's spending time. I won't tell you what okay. you was really doing after practice. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we were spending time after practice and um you know during that time you know spending time we would just start freestyling and oh. rapping and stuff like that and then our mind was just like you know what i'm saying like we should record ourselves i think we really good and so should we recorded ourselves and just never stop recording start performing shows and here i am talking with t hey wow. <laughs> yes. yes let's cheers to that cheers, cheers. What instrument were you playing? Um, I was a percussionist. Um, okay. My favorite genre I got to play being a percussionist because when you percussion, you can have experience from anything from the keyboard to the drums. But playing the quad drum, the drum that has like, you know what I'm saying, you got four drums around, you got the one little drum in the middle. That was a lot of fun because I got to challenge my abilities, not only as a musician, but as a drummer. I always thought I was a super talented drummer. But when you're drumming with quads on, you got to like make sure your 
your your marching technique matches with your playing technique, and you got to cross over your hands and stuff like that. It's just like, dang, I really had to like tap into like how much do I really want to drum? How good am I at drumming? Because I didn't even feel like I was good at it. But after going through that experience, it's like, all right, I ain't that bad. Okay, okay. yes. So have you tied the drumming into your rap music? Like, do you use, you know, the drum as a music background instrumental? You know, like, would, do you rap over it? I would I would love to be able to incorporate my, my drumming skills, percussion skills, anything besides, like, my musical skills that don't have to do with rapping. I would like to turn it into my music, but I just haven't been able to see it happening, like, as far as, like, the creative process. But one day I would love, like, if I was to like be able to get like a BET performance, MTV, Grammys, like to have like a like a uh, like a HBCU drum line come oh, up there yeah. and, and go crazy. Go A and T. Yeah, and then <laughs> shock the world when like like I put the drum on too and drum with the college oh, kids because like, like yeah yes. yeah. So how about we flip that from? I would like to to win. Mm. Okay. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Yes. That's why we're talking like to you. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that performance. We are looking forward to it. Yes. For sure. Yes. And we'll I be like right it. there. Ooh, for sure. Front row. Talking <laughs> to T. Look, don't tell us this. We got, we're just hey, on the record. We're on the record okay. right now. If I'm BT, Grammys, it don't matter. When? If I get there, when, when I get there, when? when I get there, talking with T, they're going to be there. Front row. Front row. Free yeah, tickets, you know what I mean? Talking with T and they ain't gonna be paying for no tickets to come see I Jack, you know what I'm saying? Some of that. Y'all the first ones, this is my first, second, that's when it's first, this is my first official visual interview. I've done Ooh. one like over the air where I call like the radio station and ask me a couple questions. Okay, but y'all the first you. ones like, y'all let the people see my face. Come on, yeah. man, let me see the Thank music you. with the face. You know what right? I mean? I get you. Beautiful yeah. black women, I got you. handsome black man. All right. Let's get it on the We're camera. Not Winning. Okay. Toast to winning. What is your sign? I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio. My birthday November 11th, Saturday. Oh, oh yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. What's the turn up gonna look like? Um, I'm hoping I can get into um Esco's Lounge because Two Chains opened up a restaurant here in Columbus, Ohio. Shout out to Two Chains, one of Atlanta Georgia's best rappers, or one of my favorite rappers from Atlanta Georgia. But he opened up a restaurant in my city, so I'm trying to go show love, show support, celebrate my birthday, all that good stuff. You grew up in Ohio. Correct. What was it like growing up in Ohio? Um, it was cool because before I did move, I got the experience of like playing little league football. I had a sister; she went to high school and played the saxophone for her marching band. So like, I definitely remember going to high school games with my younger brother. He can barely walk, and we, you know, holding his hand and carrying him and all this uh, stuff, and we watching our sister play her saxophone in the marching band, and like that was cool. I feel like I got a lot of playing little league football. I feel like helped me find myself because like my parents like they was always able to put me into good schools okay. and I feel like our people sometimes once we get into a good school we kind of lose ourselves but I feel like the fact that I was growing up in Columbus and playing little league football um that was when I was able to feel comfortable with myself and and who I am in this the environment that I come from but not feeling like I have to do anything else to fit in because it's just like y'all we all live in the same environment but growing up playing little league football we just play football so I don't have to pretend to be xyz or right. anything just be a good football player and so i've just been able to apply the same mindset to my music you know what i'm saying because like people are using hip-hop to make a character for themselves that might not be their true person mm -hmm. um and it's just like for me like it's just like me like i like to turn up i like to have fun and i can put that in my music but i'm not trying to use my music to make you think like i'm a i'm a threat to you perhaps yeah, you know that. what i'm saying yeah. i'm just here to have a good time have some fun you know what i'm saying 
And when it comes to my music, like the only thing I would say is a threat is like if you have your girlfriend out and you're not there Listen. and she's excited. <laughs> that's, don't that's, not your that's not my okay. fault. You know what I'm saying? I'm just out here doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Just playing the music. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to B Swab. B Swab R and B artist in Columbus. I will never let my girlfriend go see him perform. Uh oh, he took your girl. He took your girl. Nah, he won't. But he, I be seeing him take a lot of people. Uh oh. B Swab takes girls <laughs> in Columbus. My guy, my girl won't be there. Oh God. I, <laughs> I respect what you said about being yourself mm -hmm. and putting that in your music. Mm -hmm. I used to rap. And mm. I never wanted still. to. Okay, let's not say still. Still rap. Okay. I like it. I'll have you on the boat. I like that. <laughs> so I didn't want to portray myself as anyone but myself. Mm -hmm. So in the music is where I would really just put my all and who I am. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, I think I was kind of a follower. Mm. Sort of. I was a leader follower. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I could mm -hmm. lead you to do some things, but if I saw you doing some things that mm -hmm. I might want to do, I might follow you to do it. Mm -hmm. But in my music, I was the leader and I was always motivational. So what we're doing now. So would you say outside of that, do you come from mm -hmm. a musical background in your family? Mm -hmm. Or is it just this is something that you just, just decided to do outside of the instrumental? Mm -hmm. I would definitely say that um, music music comes from the family because like not only like with my sister um, doing marching band playing the saxophone I think her inspiration came from our parents because like our dad was always playing the drums in the church and then our mom um, I don't know how familiar you are in Columbus but she was part of the um, higher ground choir and like they used to go sing like from Columbus Texas everywhere like you know what I'm saying so it's just like as far as like the music aspirations having them like it was it started in the church that's why like i'll be feeling bad like sometimes especially when i talk to my grandparents that like i started rapping but as far as like making music like it started in the church you know what i'm saying my mom was a really good singer my dad was a really good drummer oh. and then my sister started playing the saxophone so it's just like i started drumming but then like as i'm drumming i'm hanging out with my friends we turning on our favorite rap songs and seeing if we can rap just as good as lil wayne or or jay-z and then it's just like you know we might not be as good as those guys but we don't suck okay. so it's just it's like it's in the dna at this point <laughs> right, right? Yeah. Let's, let's keep going i love it so how would you describe your music creatively so i feel like my creative process is it's kind of basic because i like to just listen to the beats and then like whatever I feel from the beat, I just kind of like take the inspiration from that. But sometimes when I'm having conversations with like my brother or my girlfriend, I can just pick something that we said by via conversation and turn it in. Cause right now I'm songwriting right now cause my brother was having a conversation and we was talking about Five Guys and Five Guys Fries. And he said, you know what's wrong with other companies? What? They don't bless the bag with the fries. And I'm like, you know what Zay? You just came up with a banger. I'm about to bless the bag. I'm about to bless the bag. <laughs> so it's just like, it's just simple stuff like that. Like either sometimes I got to hear a beat or sometimes I can just hear something that somebody uh -oh. says and it's just like, that's uh -oh. a song for it. I mean, my process is similar. Yeah. Like I make up songs every day. Mm, exactly. And I, I had a little boy in the shop. I was doing his hair mm -hmm. and he came back in two weeks. Mm -hmm. He's like, Miss T, can we sing our song? Mm. And I was like, what song, baby? Right. It's like the song we were singing. I'm like, you're going to have to remind me. As a matter of fact, next time we'll record it because I literally make up songs every day. And you I were just remember. making it up. Right. Yeah, it, everything is a song. Right. Everything mm -hmm. is a rap. Right. Everything is a rap. Yeah. 
So speaking That's of which, dope, for real. and being able to put something on the spot, though, mm-hmm. what about our affirmation? Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so at the end of each podcast, mm-hmm. we do a thing called affirmations, mm-hmm. and I write them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can do it on the spot, but I wrote one. Okay. And I told her, I'm gonna let you let hear what I wrote. Okay. But then I said, I wanted to see if you could come up with something on the spot. Now what I'm wondering is if we should wait until the end so that maybe the inspiration is there okay. after the interview. What do you and mean? Then, you know what I mean? Or right now, because we're we're just getting just yeah. get started. Hey, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. So, <laughs> okay. so so whenever y'all wanna see what I got on the spot, I'm ready. I believe in you know what I'm saying? I've been bringing up a lot of other hip hop pioneers, you know, that came before me. So I like to quote T.I. You know what I'm saying? When you stay ready, you don't have to get, get ready. ready. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, shoot. They was just in the billy. Man, that's crazy. Man, that's crazy. I ain't gonna talk. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm having a good time with the Libra. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe it's like, it's the, it's the Libras that's still in their 20s. Maybe it's them. <laughs> Oh, yes, please don't do that to us. Yeah, I we are really, we, you know, we're strong. So what it is, here. when you're in your early 20s, mm, you're, you don't know, you don't know your balance. Mm-hmm. So that when that scale tilts, mm-hmm. it can be a hard tilt. That makes sense. But when as you grow, you become more balanced. That makes a lot of and sense. And you're able to control your emotions. That makes so much sense. Because, like, my whole disagreement with, like, friends and um, dating, having friends that are Libras and dating Libras, like <laughs> I've um, had this experience that Libras, like they definitely are fully convinced of their idea. <laughs> and it's like, it's cool because like, this is why like, I, I definitely think Libras are good people because it's like when Libras like, they are convincing their idea and it's good to them. If they think their idea is good for you, you gotta believe it. Okay. You gotta believe it. And it's just like sometimes I don't have disagreements with Libras, which is like I don't see the vision. And it's just like then I became like, yo, Libra Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So it's happened. But I don't think any of my Libras that I've dated or any of my Libra friends, I don't think they have bad intentions. I just think they're super passionate. passionate. Just like I'm super passionate. passionate. Yeah. And it's just like we got to a point where we disagreed on something. And I think that's just coming down overall, just in our community, we're trying to do a bigger, better job at how to have conversations when we don't agree. You know yes. what I'm saying? Cause I think like just from man to man, like as far as homies, you know what I'm saying? And as far as man to woman, as far as dating, I feel like sometimes like as far as like the stuff that we're dealing with in the mm-hmm. community, it's just cause like, we just don't see eye to eye and we're not talking, we're not talking it through. Like we're already, you know what I'm saying? making a gesture was like, you don't see how I see, well, then you're going to have to deal with it in this way or fashion. And um, it's like, it's okay to disagree. It's, yeah. it's okay to agree to disagree. We just like, said that, didn't we? Yeah. And I think as a community, is if we get better with that, just knowing like, you know what I'm saying, this person don't agree with me, but we can still right. coexist. That's really what it's come down to. I'm still working on it myself because when somebody don't agree with me, I think they're trying to take my head off. <laughs> See, so we can start. We we have to start with self. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I just want to. I'm so glad that you brought that up because on the way here, I was listening to the author of the 48 Laws of Power, mm. and he was on a radio show, and he it's I guess it's his 50th anniversary. I mean, 50th anniversary of the book, something like that. Uh-oh. Well, he was talking about communication. Mm-hmm. And I see in the mornings when I take my daughter to school, 
and this is no shade to our community as black women, mm -hmm. but I see so many black women in the car yelling early in the morning. Mm, and you can tell the because child. of their expression. I don't know if they're on the phone, at the child, but just in the car, mm -hmm. you know, with this aggression. Mm. And so we need to pull together as a community to learn how to communicate. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, the music mm -hmm. that we listen to, the things that are on TV, the things, the stigma mm -hmm. of a black woman is angry. Mm -hmm. And so you become what you're what you're told you are. Mm -hmm. You become what you see. So for these babies, if they see their mothers and their parents yelling all the time, especially mm -hmm. the moms, they're going to do it. Right. So children don't do what you say. They do what they see. Mm -hmm. Shout true. out to you for at least acknowledging mm -hmm. the fact that you have some work to do. Because mm -hmm. everything that we do begins with us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can pull together as a community and this could be I mean, a start to For say, sure. hey, let's look within ourselves to try to change some things that we don't like and communication being mm -hmm. the number one thing, because without mm -hmm. communication, you can't get anywhere. Tika is happily married. I look up to her when her and I had a conversation yesterday. I was feeling the way about some things with the way things were going and the way she handled me with these childlike gloves. Mm -hmm. I almost cried. You didn't know, I didn't know that. <laughs> but her communication skills, mm -hmm. I almost told you, I see why you're married. What? But I didn't mm -hmm. say it. Well, I'm going to oh, say it to I the world. Off that. I wow. see why you're married yeah. mm -hmm. because your communication skills are top tier. When we do things that. together, the way that you handle me and say, hey, T, is that okay? Does that work for you? I'm like, I don't think I've ever had anybody talk really to me this way. Mm -hmm. And, and so wild. you're helping that's, that's me because amazing. I aspire to be that. Wow, mm -hmm. I appreciate oh, that. And I haven't always been like that. It's, it's taking work. Um, and I talk to people mm -hmm. the way that I want to be talked to. You know, I try to treat people the way that I want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I am happily married. But there was one point in my life just being transparent where me and my husband, we first got together. And I'm a mother. I have three older sons, three men sons right now, right? Mm -hmm. And so I would be in mother mode when I first met him. And that transferred mm -hmm. over to talking to him. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm not your kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't have to talk to me like that, you know. But it opened my eyes to like, you know what? You're right. I have to address you in such a way that is manly, you know, not like you're my kid or whatever. So mm -hmm. practice and prayer okay. <laughs> help me to be a good communicator. That's yeah. awesome. I kind of want to ask you a question about that because I feel like there's definitely, as a man, like there's a difference. Like me being you know, a man that still has a relationship with my mom. There's a difference between how I want my mom to talk to me and how I want like somebody I'm dating to right. talk to me. Cause it's just like, even though like a lot of people when they're dating, they're looking for someone that has qualities of their mother. It's just like, oh, but don't, don't talk don't to me how exactly. my mom talks to me. So like, how do you find that balance? Like between like knowing how to address men, whether it's your son mm -hmm. or your significant other. I, well, let me tell you, when he said that to me, it was profound to me because mm -hmm. I didn't even realize I was doing that to him just because I was mm -hmm. so used to being a mother to my kids, you know, and talking to them that way. And like older mm -hmm. relationships, like it was almost like I was dealing with kids. <laughs> I hate to say it that way. But just the way that he handled me with it, you know, it, it brought it to my attention. And it made me aware so that, you know, I know, okay, I can talk to you in a way that is going to lift you up and not tear you down oh, and still be able to get mm, my point across, you know. Yeah, so I've heard some people. My life is just flashing, mm -hmm. right? I've really hurt some people because of the way that I was talked to as a child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sure. and I was talked to like 
you know, it was always aggression. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand why. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing it, but I changed it. I changed some things with my children because I didn't want them to feel away mm-hmm. the way that I felt. However, when it came to relationship, I think I was still talking to them as if they were my children. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. y'all, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Can I share a quick story? So I was just talking to somebody I today. I know, right? But she was in this relationship with this person and they were vibing, but they have this way of talking to each other that's kind of, for me, I feel like I would never talk to my husband that way. And some people can talk to each other. That's your relationship. You know, if that's what works for you, that's fine. But he, she said something to him and called him out his name. And then, so he was over it at that point and he hasn't talked to her in days and stuff like that. And so I said to her, I'm like, you gotta heal from those traumas. Like everybody's not out to get you. And so when you're talking down to him, like he's a man first, you know what I mean? And as I said before, you need to use those words as power towards him to uplift and encourage and motivate and push him. Because you think about it, us our black men, they're getting tired, tore down during the day. All day long. You know, it's rough for them out here in the streets. So they need a place of solace, a peace, of love, you know, when you come into them. So I just basically tell her to get some counseling or some yes. therapy to get rid of the trauma because you've got to do the work because if not, you're going to have a great man mm. and what you're going to, you're not going to be able to keep him because you don't know how to talk to him. You're going to run him off. So, wow. Mm. Wow. I might be dealing with that myself. My Jules. Because you just, you just talked to, you just hit on a big point. Like, I appreciate that you as a black woman is just speaking for us as black men and the stuff that we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Um, But just like black women, like y'all are are accustomed to the same thing, but the only, a big difference between y'all is that like us as black men, like we feel like we can get our way out of a situation physically. Like if I have to act out physically, I can handle this. And um, I feel like our women, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you catch catch yourself in a situation where it's like, I'm a woman in this situation. I can't just, muscle my way out of this. I know that's hard because it's just like dealing with the same type of environments that we come to where people just try to play you just because you're black. Yeah. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? You feel like if I, if I just anger, get angry and show them like I'm no one to mess with, then I've done my due diligence. But it's just like, what about our women who can't, who can't do that? You know what I'm saying? Who could literally just be overpowered physically, mentally, or just because of the whole environment. I feel like us as men, we don't, not all of us are really aware that our women are in the same environments we are and don't have that that physical ability yeah. in their back pocket. Like, I feel like if I, yeah, that's really it. I'm about to over talk it, but that's, no, that's really that's what I'm saying, <laughs> for sure. This is what it's about, mm-hmm. what we're doing. And that's why we're so happy to have you here because you are a positive force and you have the platform mm-hmm. to bring that to the world. We already knew mm-hmm. you coming on. It, we we were just talking about you before you walked in. We knew that you were bringing we this it. energy that you're bringing. So thank mm. you. Thank you. We appreciate it. It's timing. You. you know what I'm saying? Everything's ordained. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. We were just like orbiting until we ran right into each other. You know what I'm saying? But thankfully, we're not an earth in the meteor. We like, um, I don't know. What's a better example of two things running into each other? Uh, peanut butter and jelly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cereal and almond milk. Okay. okay. Almond milk. To running together. Said. For sure. Yes. And we all graduated from the Ohio Media School. Hey, shout hey. out to Ole Miss. Ole Miss graduates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I Gates. Right, that, that seemed real official, you know what I'm okay. saying? Any other media schools, y'all in trouble. Bro. I'm just saying, <laughs> we lit over here. Oh, big lady. Well, let's get back to the music, yes. okay? To the music. So, speaking of the music, okay, so say if I was a new fan, mm-hmm. how would you explain your music to me? Like, what's the style of it? 
it's it's like party feel good. I really when I think of my music, I think of like like a Wiz Khalifa or um, even a, a Drake. Yeah, Drake Drake is really good. I I don't think I'm going through relationship problems as much as Drake. But hold on, you know what I'm That's, uh, actually, I'm sorry for doing this. No, but actually, Apple Music will tell you who who. Oh, my similar artists. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Do it for us. Do it for the team. Okay. All right, cool. So they're telling me. All right, so it's it's updated for real, for real. So right now, the only person in the industry they're telling you I sound like is Quavo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. Um, because everybody else is is different, which is cool. I can show y'all other videos because it changes. Like Apple Music actually updates this. Okay, so cool. This is, this is cool. Yeah, that's the Apple phone, I see. Yeah, <laughs> so this is cool. Um, but I, even like when it comes down to Quavo, like, you know, he's been a huge part of the Migos for so long until like, you know what I'm saying? Like they run into unfortunate circumstances. The energy that Quavo brings, like I don't think he's necessarily always bringing the energy of like somebody who's gonna like rob and kill you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Sometimes he's just showing up like, like I feel good, I got money. And if I see a girl that I like, like, she she might you know what I'm saying yeah. be persuaded, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's like the um like that's that's all I really be going for in my music because I'm not trying to hurt or kill nobody. Like, I'm looking to go to any environment and just have a good time, you know, positive interactions. And it's just like I like to smoke, I like to drink, and I like to be in environments where everybody's happy. And I feel like most most of the time, like if there's any physical interactions because of men and women. It's most of the time because the man is happy, the woman's happy, they feel good, you know what I'm saying? And like, that's the type of, and I want everybody to feel good, you know what I'm saying? Like I would, even though I don't make R&B music, like, you know what I'm saying? Play my music and, and get ready to make a baby, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Like, just feel good. That's <laughs> what you're saying. Feel good, you know what I'm saying? Get ready to make a baby, go go ready to, to get your money, whatever it is that you have to, like, that you want to do, you know what I'm saying? Like. So it's um, motivational, like stay, go get it. Yeah, yeah. it's that like, go get it, and but enjoy it though. You've been doing a lot. I saw you had iHeartRadio. You visited there. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Um, iHeartRadio video was fun. I got to do a um a interview with DJ IQ. That was cool. We were promoting the um, Rip the Runway fashion show. That was a lot of fun. Uh, just because it was it was my second year doing a fashion show, but the first year, uh, when we did a radio interview, it was more like a. Uh, like a podcast, so actually, I this is my third podcast. Oh, okay. okay. Look, he gonna be on the five <laughs> time to show. So yeah, so like it was, um, it was super fun to like you know have like a go from a podcast interview the first year to the the second year, um, talking to DJ IQ because like if you are in Columbus, like you know like DJ IQ is like he's he's the voice and the face of you know hip hop radio right now. Okay, so um, that was that was cool just to talk to him, pick his brain. Um, at iHeartRadio, he even had the best explanation for my name because when I told him. My, my rap name is I am Paul J. He was like, so like, is it Paul J or is it like a tribe called Quest? And I gotta say the whole thing. I'm like, it's like a tribe called okay. Quest. You gotta say the whole thing. <laughs> so like, shout out to DJ IQ for that and uh, Radio N1 interview because I was fun and even helped me, you know what I'm saying, explain my my own movement. Gotcha. gotcha. So that was a lot of fun. I wanted to ask you about other projects that you have done that has been like a big deal for you, a big movement in your career. So I think, like, as far as projects, you mean like, like EPs and well, LPs, albums, that, things or like that performances or mm -hmm. different Ooh. events, whatever. So when it comes down to like 
events, I think my most fun events that I that I've done besides besides the uh, with the one way is the performances that I have at Scully's. Um, just mm-hmm. because um, we get like Scully's, like you know what I'm saying. It's a big thing in Columbus, and then also um, like there's a company that's involved in Columbus that's like making a way for recording artists. You know what I'm saying? Where they they offer us a show and then they tell us, you know what I'm saying? As long as you sell X amount of tickets, you can make X amount of money. And if you don't sell any tickets, then you don't make any money. Um, And it's just like, it's cool that there's a company like that and that they put us at Scully's because Scully's is where people come to Columbus to to hear rap music. Um, And then being put in that position where it's like, you want to sell tickets. The one thing that we don't know when we first start making rap music is like, that's where our music comes from. It's not from getting our song on the radio or having a bunch of album sales, we make our money because people are coming to see us perform and they're paying twenty dollars to get in the door from, you know what I'm saying? Some people pay $400, $500 to see Drake to get in the door. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, when you have that many people in the building and they're paying, you know, uh, uh, X amount of dollars, that's where the money's coming from because as far as like the royalties and the streams and things of that nature, there's people that they have their hand in that. But as far as like concerts, that's like a, it's a pretty much a hand-to-hand transaction for it, um, but it just keeps happening over and over and over and over and over again. So right. it's just like once you, once I master that, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to go up for but sure. they're busy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So are you signed with any label right now? I am not signed with any label. Um, I do have my own publishing company. It's called Poochie's Publishing LLC um, in the state of Ohio. And then as far as with the performing performance rights organizations, it's called Poochie's Songwriter Publishing. And like, um, I'm glad y'all brought me here because any independent recording artist, if you're not signed, you what you gotta do is start your publishing company because if you are putting your music on all platforms, if you're booking your own shows, or if you have anybody playing your music at a bar, club, whatever, you're publishing your music. So get your bag because they are literally cutting a check for the publishing every time your music is published and it just sits there void until somebody claims it. And like sometimes you might get signed to a record label who already has the record label and their publishing company. So when they sign you to the record deal, they're going to sign you for your record and your publishing and just pretty much make sure that all you get is the money they give you straight up. And for you to make money going forward from there, it's on you because we own your song. We own your publishing. Free Start your own publishing. Game, like you said, dropping gems right here. I'm talking with T. Okay. Talking with T. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So talking about your song "Work and Love" and is it Janobly? Janobly. Janobly. Gotcha. Tell hey. us about a little bit about those songs and what inspired them. Work was inspired because I had um I had met a producer from France in this group on Instagram called um Everyday Success Team. I paid like like a hundred dollars to join the group or something. Like it was just everybody like they join the group chat and they're just putting their work into the group. And but when you put your work into the group, it's because you just share 10, 15 other artists or creators work. And, oh, and then that. and then you submit your work. Um because if they if they catch you like submitting your work without sharing other artists, like they'll take you out the group chat. Yeah. When I was in that group chat, like I got to meet um a producer by the name of Monty Man. He had made the beat for work and um I was just playing the beat and like just looking for inspiration. And it just hit, you know what I'm saying? Like I put in that work, a whole lot of work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just, just <laughs> like I just I just felt it, you know what I'm saying? Even like the first, like once I got out the hook and started 
started the verse. Like, I love the way that verse starts. I stay on the mission. I'm very consistent. I'm really the gremlin. Come get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really mess with that because, like, right now, everybody in the culture is, like, trying to say that they're a gremlin because they do stupid stuff. But it's just like, yo, I'm a gremlin because I stay on the mission. I'm really on my mission. Like, if you try to stop me on my mission, like, come get it. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. try, to, try to do it. And it's just like, I just, I'm confident that's not going to be done because... I've already been through my own doubts with my music career, so it's just like I don't know. And if you if you really want to <laughs> come get it, <laughs> come get it. That, that's what work is about. You know what I'm saying? It's anybody that's you know what I'm saying down to put in that work. You asked me about Ginobili and what else? Love. Love. Also, oh, love was actually super dope. Love was my first collab with um, some other artists in Columbus, SB Robbo and Bernone Jones. We all had a show at Junior's Bar. Their performances were great. But I could just like when I was performing, like I could tell, like yo, these two guys, like they, they, they're attentive. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're performing, like you know what I'm saying, that's all you're looking for is the attentive bodies. Once, like I found, you know, two people besides my girlfriend, like that was, that was super fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it's just like it was like it just built up from there. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I missed with y'all, I missed with y'all performance, y'all missed with my performance, and then like SB Robbo, like he has his own place where he records, mixes and masters his own music. And he's like, bro, if you pull up the recording, you know what I'm saying? We can get something cracking. I'm like, all right. You know what I'm saying? So I pulled up, you know what I'm saying? Show enough. Like, I was like, I got this beat I've been trying to write to. And before you know it, you know what I'm saying? We ended up making love. And that was, that was super fun. I love, I love seeing other people create. And then Ginobili was also, that came up because Texas, actually. No. I got to beat y'all to y'all questions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so actually Ginobili came up because of Texas. Texas is where my mother resides. I had been down there to to visit her with my siblings. And while I was down there, a friend that I went to high school with in Michigan, he moved to Texas and he's been down there this whole time. And I just like, let him know, like I'm down here visiting my mom. He's like, well, bro, I, this is my studio. How far are you from it? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm actually not far, you know what I'm saying? So we pulled up, he, he was the one playing the beats in that situation. And um, he ended up playing the beat to Ginobili. And um, it was cool because like I connected with It's Ernie because we was doing shows at Michigan State and I really liked his stage pre presence and his hooks. Mm. And then we ended up writing Ginobili and it was just like, you know what I'm saying? It was a branch off of both of us because Ginobili has, has no hook. And it's just like, I always liked his hooks and I always felt like I needed to improve my hooks. But us coming together, cause like, I don't think my hooks are bad. I just feel like they need improvement. So like us just coming together making a no hook song, you know what I'm saying? Two people who put a lot of energy in the hooks. Like it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. Especially like the fact that I was just in Texas, like bro, come to this studio. I'm just like, what is the yeah. studio? Oh, it's right there. Here I go. Like I'm out of town. What is one message you would give to your fans? Oh man. A message I would give to my fans is to keep going. Like whatever you believe in, Double down on it. Don't let anybody talk doubts into what you plan, what you believe. You got to go for it. Because like a lot of the times, like the people around you, they're not going to tell you to go for it. They want you to stay right where they at. And it's just like, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I even break it down, like bring it down to Jesus. Jesus had his own mission and he picked out 12 people that was like going to be by his side. And then once those 12 people, one of those 12 people, wasn't by his side, Jesus knew, but Jesus didn't cut him off. And it's just like, that's kind of where like, I'll be trying to figure out, you know what I'm saying, on my journey, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like where I'm at, like if somebody like, especially if they're gonna end up costing your life, yeah. like, get them out of here. Like not, not necessarily like kill them, but like stop associating with 
So like that's that's just wrong, man. Like, cause like even though like Jesus kept Judas around, like he didn't stop doing any of his Jesus stuff. You know what I'm yes. saying? As far as like talking to people he felt like he wasn't supposed to talk to, spreading the message of God, spreading the gospel. He was on that from the day he got here to the day he died. Yes. Um, so that's that's what you gotta be on. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have that Jesus mentality, you know what I'm saying? There's people out here trying to kill me, but I'm still on what I'm on. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's the biggest message that we can take from Jesus, because like he didn't change the love that he had for Judas, even though he he knew Judas was essentially leading to his demise, but he was just like, this is what I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Judas, you still my boy. <laughs> you still my boy. But I'm still, I'm still keep spreading this love. I'm still keep spreading this gospel. So whether you spreading love, gospel, you got a podcast, you do hair, you want to be a doctor, you want to rap, whatever it is that you want to do, how you feel like you're going to make an impact on this earth, man, just, just go for it. And if people tell you that you can't do it, as long as you feel like you can do it, do that stuff, man. Real. Yes. I 100% agree. Okay. That's why we're all sitting here. <laughs> That's why we're all sitting here right now. Yes. Love it. Love yes. it. So you consider yourself a spiritual person? Yeah, I am a spiritual person for sure. I, I, I feel like I'm more spiritual than religious because I just feel like a lot of times all the religions be right sometimes. Okay. It's <laughs> true. Be negative. I'm like, yes. I get it. Yeah. So it's just like, but I definitely do feel like in any spiritual walk, like you do have to know how Jesus was living his life. You don't got necessarily consider yourself a Christian, but you do have to know like how Jesus was navigating, you know, through this earth, you know what I'm saying? Because he knew his purpose and he knew his purpose could get him killed. And he didn't, he didn't stop, you know what I'm saying? At all, he didn't stop. Um, he didn't feel like, well, maybe if I just only give this message to a few people, you know what I'm saying, where I'm from, that'll be cool. Like, nah, he was taking it to, to whoever, even if he wasn't supposed to. I love this story of him with the lady at the well. You know what I mean? Yes. Everybody was confused. <laughs> like, what are you doing talking to her? He's like, yo, like, God's God business. What you mean? Right. <laughs> I find myself in that situation on a regular basis. Mm. You know, I don't look at people for what we see with the naked eye. Mm -hmm. It's all about exactly. the spiritual thing. And I notice people look at me and say, what are you doing talking to him or her? Mm -hmm. Because look at them. Right. And I'm thinking, do you not understand yeah. what's who you are talking to? You don't even understand. You could be in that person's shoes. Right now. Moment. Mm -hmm. yes, for sure. I'm glad you feel that because like that's that's literally like I'd be going through that. Like I'd be so grateful for where I'm at in my life, like having, you know, somewhere to go, um, a way to get around. Um and it's just like when you look at, and you see people without that, like sometimes it's just like, dang, what happened? And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? It was out of your control, out of my control. Um but I'm not gonna look at them any different because whatever happened to them, like it, it, it happened to me. Cause I still don't even know what happened to them. So it's just like, that's why it's just like walking a righteous path, trusting God and everything that he has for you. And definitely just tapping into your gifts. Like that's one thing I don't, nothing I wanna put in on y'all is like, if you feel like you have a gift and you feel like it may not line up with what you've been taught is right, just tap into your gift and it'll take you. To what's right. Okay. Woo! Sure. You preaching a word. <laughs> we toasted <laughs> that. Yes. 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 That right there was a word. Mm. A word. Okay. Well, I think we're going to have to bring you back because we yes. haven't talked to you all night. Yes. Part two? Okay. We're going to have to do yes. a part two. Oh, shoot. Okay. Oh, that was going to. <laughs> Listen, tell the people real quick what you're working on next and where they can find you. Uh, right now, I'm trying to drop uh, this song called Ice. So my boy Armani that I was telling y'all about, all the songs I dropped are not with his production. And I want to finally break 
break the ice. <laughs> no, no pun intended. But break the ice with what me and Armani have been working on since I started rapping because like we've been putting in a lot of work, but we just kind of like just been to like ain't no like perfectionist on like what we're doing. So it's just like it doesn't come down to like I'm trying to put out some work on money. He's like, bro, like put out something you got with somebody else. I'm like, all right, that's fine. That's cool. That's cool. But now, like it's time. Hopefully, so everything goes all right. December 1st, me and Ice, well, me and Armani, we're gonna drop Ice. My raps, his production. That's really it. I, I wanna drop Ice right now. I don't got no albums or EPs coming out. I wanna keep hitting the people with singles. You know nope. what I'm saying? I wanna make sure, like, if I drop something, I'm only asking for your attention for three minutes. I'm not asking you for 30 minutes of your time right now. Cause what I wanna do is, like, when I do ask you for 30 minutes of your time, I wanna be able to say, like, I've, I've given you three minutes here, three minutes there, three minutes here, three minutes there to show you like this is gonna be worth the time. Right. So right now I'm just like doing that because I don't wanna just be one of the artists who just come out like here's 30 minutes worth of my my hardest work, check into it, or you don't like me. Like, like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit unfair, right? Exactly. Like it's, yeah. it's super unfair. Like every artist from from your Kendrick Lamar to your J. Cole to, to your Drake's, like they'll they'll give us one song before we get their album, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like, that's all I'm doing right now. It's just, you know, I ain't did a, I'm not J. Cole, Kendrick or Drake, so I'm gonna give y'all a bunch of songs and a bunch more songs, and then I'm gonna hit y'all with the album. Okay, y'all ready, I hope y'all ready, okay? Stay ready. <laughs> Tell everybody where they can find you. Um, You can find me on Instagram at I am underscore I am Paul J. You can find me on all your streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, as I am Paul J. Uh, just make sure you type it in all together. It's all one word. There's no spaces in it. Um, and YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a streaming platform too, but you know. Yeah. Just find me, man. I am Paul J. I am I-A-M-P-A-U-L-J. All together, one word. If you like good hip-hop music, I got it for you. We got it for you. I promise I do. All right, well, what time is it? It's time for affirmations. It's time for affirmations. It's time for affirmations. It's time for affirmations. Yes. Yeah, it's affirmations. We taking on the nation. Yeah, we is our own creation. Taking this thing for real to the top. This affirmations. We about to give y'all the deal because these are affirmations. Hey! It's power and unity. Power and community, do this as we, be all we can be. There's power and unity, power and community, do this as we, be all we can be. There's power and unity, power and community, do this as we, be all you can be. Yes! Thank you so much. It's your girl, MCT Latrice. And remember, continue to fill your cup until it overflows. Cheers. Cheers.